I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Good afternoon and welcome to the COB, all the stuff you need to know in the day in business and markets. I'm Kyle Rotter with uh, my colleague Danny Akuya, of course. And Danny, um, I guess a positive day. The RBA may be putting a little bit of a cherry on top of things uh, in that last hour and a half or so. Indeed, indeed. Gave the market a bit of a spur on, although some of the momentum was lost a little bit later. But the ASX 200 up about half a percent. And look, the CBO uh, 200 up nine points or six tenths of a percent. So no one would be complaining for that. No. And uh, of course, we did have a good lead from Wall Street, as you can see. So it wasn't all the RBA, but certainly gave us well spurred us on just a little bit with that, well, perhaps dovish hold you could say, and uh, just pointing to there too, the Aussie dollar, which we'll get to in a moment, uh, down as one would imagine. But let's just stay on the theme of equities for now and just crisscross it, the areas of the market that have performed well today. Uh, mining stocks generally higher uh, across the board. Rio Tinto down by 0.3%, but uh, the lion's share, BHP and Fortescue amongst them up for the day. Uh, Danny, also tech stocks were the best performing sector in the market. Uh, Wise Tech Global, your favorite I think pushing to another record high, if I'm not mistaken, uh, at $86.64 mm. per share. So, and, and zero two back to around $124. So, some broad based strength there when it comes to our tech names. Absolutely. And uh, no surprises if it looks like we're finishing the rate hiking cycle, then clearly long duration assets or interest rate sensitive ones will do well. Exactly. And uh, the picture is painted there. Uh, let's look at the retailers uh, because if there's one sector of the market that has rallied a little bit over the last few days, this rate hike expectations were priced out. It's certainly some of those discretionary names. And while I can't necessarily say that a move like that of JB Hi-Fi today was entirely because the RBA certainly couldn't have hurt and we were up 2% there. Uh, some other names, Premier Investments as well, 1.5% higher. Eagers, the exception, down by 1.4%, Harvey Norman up by half a percent. And flipping over the page, a little bit more mixed, but uh, well, Levis has been one of our favourite barometers, hasn't it, of yeah. uh, sentiment towards the consumer discretionary space, up by half a percent as well. Absolutely. And um, although we might touch on it later, some of the smaller caps um, in terms of discu- uh, dis- the discretionary consumer doing really, really well, like uh, Redbubble, believe it or not, and also Citigroup. City group, city chic. City chic, yeah, yeah, no. Um, habits, of course, Freudian slip, perhaps. Um, uh, some other things going on today, too. Like we said, a strong lead from Wall Street last night, um, looking well, like it uh, supported us today, too. Um, some interesting data out of China, actually, rather mixed. Um, but last night, mm. some more rumblings in uh, out of out of China that there might be some sort of policy support. I had a really interesting conversation with Vishnu Varathan from Mitsuo today, um, perhaps voicing somewhat of his frustration about how we've had a lot of, well, I guess, statements of intent 
from policymakers there, but nothing necessarily too tangible yet. But it's one of the reasons why we had the material stocks a little bit higher. Yeah, it'd have to be. I haven't seen what's going on with the iron ore prices because obviously Mm. they were very weak uh, last Friday and yesterday. But uh, look, hope is springing eternal that something is going to happen there because those, uh, was it the PMIs yesterday out of Mm -hmm. China were, you know, again, in contractionary mode. So I guess people are just saying, ultimately, the government, the Politburo, they have to do something. Yeah, we did have that uh, side chin number, which I uh, uh, saw come out today as well, which was in contraction too. So that um, is a is a slightly different look at um, business activity over there, manufacturing activity, nevertheless, uh, one that does tell the same, same story, which is, you know, weaknesses coming through the economy. But um, well, we're slowly getting that trickle of corporate news now for Indeed. earnings season. Uh, Credit Corp reported a 5% slip in net profit mm-hmm. uh, for the period. And well, you actually just spoke with the yeah. CEO, if I'm not mistaken. Any, yeah. any takeaways there for you? Yeah, it's interesting. The Australian economy is basically doing too well for them <laughs> because they need a distressed consumer, an indebted consumer, and there just isn't the supply in terms of uh, those type of um, debt books that they like to buy here in Australia. Their loan book is doing very, very well. Uh, they've been lending more to the lower end of the market, those that couldn't access the super, and maybe those loan books will actually eventually transfer more into the distressed consumer. And obviously the US, it's ahead of us. So the US business is actually doing really well because a lot of American consumers have used up their savings, they've borrowed up big, and now they're getting into trouble, which I think is really interesting because it does show that when we are talking forever about soft landings in the US, US and finding a narrative to fit why the markets go up, um, there's certainly areas of weakness over there. Yeah, certainly. And uh, actually, again, harking back to my conversation with Vishnu from uh, Vishnu Varathan from Mitsuo today, he was calling it uh, people thinking it's a Nirvana, a Nirvana economy, which I <laughs> quite enjoyed from the perspective of, well, it just is probably fairly true. Everyone is sort of thinking thinking that way, but also the band rocks as well. So um, cut that uh, we'll whichever put, way you Put like. that one down as we'll have to look at and see whether that transpires because sometimes yeah. markets create the narrative to suit the share prices or where the markets yeah, are going. Yeah, Do you no, know what I mean? I should say that that was his point too. Yeah. He said this is what everyone's expecting as if they're living in Nirvana, but he thinks it's uh, yeah, a bit of a fantasy land perhaps. But there you can see uh, Credit Corp's uh, share price today also declared a final dividend of 47 cents, which was a reduction yeah. uh, from the uh, last period. Also, some small cap news too, which we'll uh, touch on a little bit more when our guest jumps on because you'll be uh, perfect the perfect person to speak to about this, but um, Abamal, of course, that giant lithium miner in the United States, investing $83 million in Patriot battery minerals. And that's so been long speculated. State. Patriot is one of those ones that's always on the Twitter feed. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, really? The lithium yeah. bugs out there yeah. don't mind a little bit of Patriot, do they? Yeah, indeed. Yeah, okay. Well, there you go. It's happened today. Because he's ex Pilbara, I think. Oh, really? Mm. Actually, I, know, I think he's jumped on the show before, maybe. Mm. I remember someone saying something about that. Anyway. Uh, nevertheless, um, that happened today. The share price was very well supported by that. Um, also in some other news, which was a little less market moving, but still worth noting, uh, Centaurus Metals received commitments to raise nearly $47 million at 73 cents per share. Uh, proceeds will be used to, the, uh, to fund the completion of its ongoing study at the Jaguar Nickel Sulfide project in Brazil. Alliance Aviation has also extended its contract with Santos for the next five years, a big deal. Uh, so plenty going on in the small cap space. 
Okay, and well, uh, our stock of the day, quite fittingly, was Credit Corp. And uh, we had two very familiar guests on the show, Rudy Philippe van Dyke from FN Arena, as well as Gary Glover from Novus Capital, shared their views with David Koch. Michael is going to be on a, on a positive trajectory here moving forward. So I do like this stock here. I'd just be probably waiting for lower levels. I think me technically, I just I sort of exited around that sort of uh, 2250, 23 zone just because a bit of a, um, sounds funny here, but like a Elliott Wave sort of pattern there just looked a little bit long, a little bit overstretched. Um, so I'd probably be looking for a re-entry closer to $19 there if it came back there. So got down to 20 today. So... Um, yeah, watch this closely here, but probably happy to go back in here, but probably just a little bit uh, lower. And um, Macquarie recently uh, rightfully pointed out, if if you pay attention to the competition, they see a, a growing number of non-performing loans. Right. Now, there's only a question, at what point does that turn up in their books as well? Right? Yeah. So I think the risks are still there with a very uninspiring outlook for management right now. Um, I think you can wait here. There's no hurry to get in. Okay, well, I know Gary for a little while was saying that the technicals were so, because that's the way he looks at the world, Mm. was setting up reasonably well. He's discussed that in the trade. He's probably a little bit more cautious at the moment. And uh, of course, Rudy's saying as well that maybe now's not the time Time. either. So, um, well, like we said off the top, if if you're pretty bearish in the Australian economy, there might be your chosen play. But let's get to our guest for the survey today. Henry Jennings from Marcus today joins us now. Henry, thank you so much for your company. Uh, it was a dovish hold, apparently. Maybe that's the end of the rate hiking cycle. Um, do you fill your boots? Uh, smells like teen spirit to me, Carl. <laughs> uh, kind of, I have to say. Um, do you fill your boots? Well, it, I don't know whether it was dovish or hawkish, to be honest. It was mm. pretty much a revamp of what we had last time in terms of the... Uh, it was pretty much a cut-and-paste job, wasn't it? Let's face it. And uh, the RBA saying, you know, we are going to kill inflation no matter what, and we won't rule out rate rises. Don't forget, Phil Lowe has one more to go. That's it. He has one more meeting September. Then Michelle Bullock takes over. I'm sure he'll be uh, heading off to Jackson Hole at the end of August. But uh, one more. Do you think he's going to go out with a raise or a pause? I've got to say, if I was in Mr. Lowe's shoes... I would be like to be remembered as the man that paused three times on the trot as opposed to the man that uh, killed the market yet again uh, with a rate rise. So I, I don't think they'll go in September, but obviously it is data dependent. Do you fill your boots? Uh, well, the market, I've got to say, uh, not a bad result today. Obviously, last Friday spooked things, took a little bit of confidence. I'd say a little bit more volume, I have to say in our market. But certainly, uh, you know, I think we've st- certainly got 7,600 well and truly within our sites. We've pushed through that 7,400 resistance level. I think 7,600 is pretty doable at the moment. So um, yeah, I'm relatively, um, yeah, I'm relatively calm and bullish on the market at the moment. Hmm. Oh, well, there indeed. It looks like the Aussie dollar's actually taken the full full brunt of that pause at the moment. That's uh, actually being crushed down about, <laughs> almost down that- a percent. But nevertheless, I'm not going overseas and I don't know if you're, you're heading over, Henry. Certainly am. Well, hopefully you've already loaded up on your euros and your US dollars. But look, no. no, not yet. Okay. No, never do. Um, 
Credit Corp. We had a fairly downbeat view from our guests on the call today. I've just spoken to the CEO. It seems as though Australian consumers are in too good shape at the moment for their business. Is Credit Corp one that has been on your radar in the past? Um, no, not at all. Uh, to be honest, uh, Credit Corp uh, is definitely not on my radar as far as buying it goes because uh, when we saw it today, the economies are just too good. The Australian economy, you know, the, the recession we had to have is certainly the recession we're not getting. And the US, the same applies. I don't think uh, the US is anywhere near as bad as uh, some would have us believe. So in that regard, you know, Credit Corp is a fantastic canary in the coal mine because it does give you a, a bit of a contrarian indicator. And the contrarian indicator is flashing no problems ahead. And, uh, you know, debt ledgers are harder to buy. Uh, debtors are harder to find. And we are certainly seeing that in the share price today. It uh, took a real big tumble. I think that's a great thing, uh, not for Credit Corp shareholders, of course, but a great thing for the economy generally. This is not something that we have not heard before either. We've seen the same coming out of the banks in terms of uh, hardship inquiries, in terms of stress. Uh, interestingly, I was just looking at our Facebook discussion group, which has you know, quite an active membership. And there was uh, a couple of people there talking about how they'd refinanced their home loans. Uh, they've been loyal members or loyal borrowers from one particular bank. They've made a couple of phone calls and they've got one and a half percent knocked off their home loan rate. So it uh, certainly pays to shop around, but uh, certainly no sign of a lot of hardship at the moment. And you can get a better rate on your loan or refinance in some cases and get a better rate. So I think Credit Corp is a great result for the economy, not a great result for Credit Corp shareholders. Yeah, indeed. Well, uh, let's get to another great result, perhaps. Um, and obviously, the perfect person to speak about it is the news with uh, Abamal and uh, Patriot Battery Metals today. Um, what was your takeaway from that? Clearly, uh, our, our local lithium assets still gaining a lot of attention overseas. Well, they are. It's interesting, isn't it, with Abamal? Because they have been little busy bunnies, yeah. uh, to say the least. They have, uh, obviously, they lobbed that bid at Liontown, which has come to naught at the moment, at least. Uh, they're in the middle of a uh, merger uh, as well, to some extent. And they're now doing this uh, Patriot Battery Metals deal. Gives them 4.9%. They're paying a 7% premium there. So that is uh, of interest uh, to us. Uh, actually, it's not our minus Alchem, of course, uh, just to put things straight. But um, it, this is interesting given that Rio as well came out today and have suggested that uh, they are looking at uh, buying some more lithium assets. Nothing major, they said, but certainly Canada popping up on their radar. And yesterday we saw Patriot uh, put out a pretty good, well, I thought it was a pretty good uh, mineral resource estimate for the Corvette CV5. And there was a lot of CVs that they didn't include in that mineral resource estimate. So there's plenty of potential there to add more tons to that resource and uh, today uh, they announced this deal with Albemarle MOU as well it's it looks pretty good I have to say. Fantastic Henry well thank you so much for taking the time and uh, joining us this afternoon on the COB. Always a pleasure Danielle and Kyle. Thanks Henry. Henry Jennings there from Marcus today. Okay, let's get to the leaders and laggards now. And I think some of the companies that we were just mentioning might uh, end up on there. Um, some weakness actually coming through the gold stocks today. Some of the other lithium miners as well, a little soft. 
TPG Telecom, that's interesting. That's I news that we haven't were... touched on. Um, that must be something that's happened in the last well, few hours, of I course. I actually thought they were temporarily, they stopped trading. They had an announcement. So uh, you keep going and I'll have a wee peek. Yeah, definitely. Go right on. Uh, we'll have a look at, at the laggards while Danny does some research there. Oh, okay. Uh, Credit Corp down by 12.8%. So uh, obviously bookmarking that other end of the market there uh, with... Uh, and I think you've got the news there for TPG. Yeah, so there was an article in the AFR in relation to the potential sale of its non-mobile fibre assets to Vocus. And uh, let's just have a quick... Discussions between the parties remain incomplete and transaction terms are subject to ongoing negotiation. So obviously the market looking for potential divestments there, which means cash coming through the door. There you go. Okay, so some uh, developments again a little later on in the session, but um, the reason why we've seen TPG flying. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry, I should say Vocus has made an indicative, sorry, highly conditional non-binding offer to acquire TPG's enterprise government and wholesale assets and associated mixed infrastructure assets, including Vision Network, for approximately $6.3 billion. Tidy, very tidy. Again, investors liking that. Uh, looking at the opposite end of the spectrum, though, for the market, as you can see here, well, the losses were pretty narrow overall. Here is the small caps, baby bunting continuing to rise, of course, had uh, its results presented yesterday or an update, I should say, yesterday, I think. And uh, that's sort of following through. I would imagine maybe, well, there was actually a few um, broker uh, uh, upgrades, I think, off the back of that, um, some slight revisions because things got right. pretty bearish there for baby yep. bunting. We got a lot of, um, uh, well, downgrades and also profit yep. warnings coming through over the last few months. So that full year results came out yesterday, a little bit yep. better than expected. So maybe turning the tide there as far as sentiment. Always going to be, uh, I suppose, worry too. Um, hey, Danny, that uh, a lot of these toxins sometimes can get pretty heavily shorted. So sometimes you get these sorts of squeezes. Oh, absolutely. Some of them are off 95%. City Chic, another one where they just have to turn the corner. We were discussing with Michael Frazis about their mm. inventories and uh, they're just so dreadfully bombed out. So if they can turn the corner, get their costs under the control, their inventories under control, get some cash through the doors, then uh, on a revenue basis, like because how much they regenerate half a billion in revenue, then he's just saying it, you know, might have potential. Oh, there you go. Okay, let's look at the laggards in the small cap arena. And uh, we just spoke about Centaurus Metals before, down 14.7%. Otherwise, nothing that really jumps out to me there. Certainly nothing that uh, I've got an interest in. Uh, yourself, Danny? No. No, pushing on. All right, well, let's get to what's going on tonight because there is more news coming through. Uh, Jolt's job openings will be very interesting because mm-hmm. um, although that has fallen for, well, a few readings now, there's still a sense that there are just too many job openings for the number of people or workers going around in the US economy. Uh, but ISM Manufacturing PMI will give us uh, some sense of whether a soft landing might be possible. Um, and I wanted to put this one in there for you <laughs> as well. The Swiss National Day, of course, which uh, we'll, we'll pay respects to on, uh, in the spirit of, uh, of my wonderful uh, Swiss, uh, well, colleague or heritage anyway. Half Swiss. Half Swiss colleague. Uh, and then US earnings as well. Yeah. Uber could be interesting. Yeah, Uber, probably Caterpillar, Pfizer yeah. and AMD. I think uh, obviously people will be looking to AMD to see how whether they're showing any signs of being able to pick up in the GPU market. Caterpillar, from the perspective of mm. investment going on um, uh, in the mining sector. And Pfizer, one that's been a bit bombed out and also Uber. Yeah, I think they'll all be interesting. And there's a lot. We are, the, the US has... Um, a greater percentage of companies reporting this week than any other week. 
Okay, so it's mm. going to be pretty epic. It's, yeah, and Apple and Amazon obviously on Thursday. Yeah, when we'll uh, after we'll, the close we'll be, we'll be for Wednesday their time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, tomorrow, what we've got locally: uh, New Zealand unemployment ASX reports. Uh, I think that's who's that? Babcor is it? Um, no. Uh, Version UK as well. Um, so. Maybe nothing blue chip or all that blue chip necessarily. No, that's a real estate investment trust, oh, BWP. Yeah. Yep. And it looks like Pinnacle's reporting as well. Yeah, okay. So uh, a few names to keep an eye out for um, for uh, in, in, in local earnings tomorrow as well. But, um, well, that's it for another day. Really, I think it's the RBA's day and it chose to keep rates unchanged, supporting the market. We'll take a look at where the ASX 200 closed. Now, the Cebo 200 finished up by 0.64% with the match out done uh, for the ASX 200. Where are we uh, are Still we at up today? 40 points, 0.54%, uh, 7,450 on the ASX 200. Well, very tidy. Won't, uh, we won't sneeze at that, that, at that, that's for sure. Of course, the questions will remain about whether the RBA is done for good or whether this is just an extended pause. Like you said before, Danny, if you look at the Australian dollar, it looks like a lot of uh, that potential for an extra hike from here is being priced out. But we'll see how European markets take it, how US markets take it. In the meantime, of course, you can keep up with everything on our website and app and catch up on anything as well. Otherwise, do have a lovely evening and we'll see you tomorrow.